All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. I hope that we have all had a lovely day. This episode is coming out later than it usually does. I apologize for that, but put a lot of work into it. So, or whatever, not really, kind of, whatever. So what we got going here on this one, very fun episode. We have random topics where I'm just discussing random topics. Um, there are three random topics that I discuss. But I get done, and then uh, Cat Williams comes in and discusses the same three topics in his way. So what I did was, after they were both done, I went through and I edited them to where uh, it is myself discussing a topic, and then it immediately cuts to Cat giving his own thoughts on the exact same topic. So, I'll just go ahead and... We've got me talking about a certain game show that's going on right now that I saw on TV tonight. I give my thoughts on that. And then I give my thoughts on the Cardinals because they uh, signed a big free agent today. And then then I give my thoughts on the Monday Night Football game between the Bears and the Vikings. Cat does the same thing. But what I do is I edit it to where as soon as I give my thoughts on the game show it immediately cuts to cat's thoughts on the game show and then again my thoughts on the cardinals and then it goes to cat's thoughts on the cardinals and so on and so forth so i had to put a little effort into this one and do some editing and this and that but um strong language not gonna lie so uh watch out for that cat was being cat so um and i was kind of fired up too but uh, it was a lot of fun for me to do that, so I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Um, one thing I want to mention, too, is uh, you can find this podcast, jheath2286.podbeat.com. Please find me on social media, Facebook, Welcome to the Heath Barn, or my personal page, John Heath, J-O-N-H-E-A-T-H. I put just as much stuff on there as anything. Instagram, Welcome to the Heath Barn. TikTok at Heath Barn, but my name is Welcome to Heath Barn. And uh, what's the other one? X at Heath Barn 22. A lot of content on there, and I give uh, information on the what episodes you know are coming up and things like that. I need to do a little bit better at uh, just you know putting stuff out there to communicate with people and things like that. But hey, you can find everything on all of those. Uh, formats on social media so i hope you enjoyed this episode thank you for listening and welcome to the heat barn All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. Hope that we've all had a lovely, lovely day. Um, this episode's coming out a little bit later than usual, but I, I watched the Bears and Vikings game, and uh, I have thoughts on that. I The Cardinals made a big uh, free agent signing today, so I have thoughts on that as well. And 
just random thoughts. So, this episode is just me. Just yapping with my random thoughts. But, I will start with... The first thing on my mind is... Um, I turned on the TV uh, tonight. And I was behind on uh, the football. Because, you know, we, we get our son to bed. Blah, 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 blah. And then I... So, I get behind on stuff. and So, I can fast forward the commercials. I'm out live. Whatever. But... Uh, when I turned it on, let's make a deal was on primetime CBS and I didn't watch it, but I just kind of looked at the TV for a while and I just, it, it made me like, uh, almost depressed about people in our, like people in our country that actually go on that show and dress up in ridiculous outfits and want to be on that show. I, th- I feel like if somebody, if I was like, uh, if I had a friend from another country and they came in and I was like, Hey, well, watch this show. They'd be like, Hey, you're all, so, so you're all stupid. Then that's what he's, that's what they would say to me. I'd be like, no, 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 I'm sorry. Let me change the channel. Then I put on something else and it'd still be a 50, 50 chance. And they'd be like, Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, I told you you're stupid. I, there's so much trash on TV, I guess is what I'm getting at, but let's make a deal. These people come down in their, and out and, and, and just, it's Halloween, but it's how I, I don't even know how to explain it. Everybody knows that show, but it is like, uh, I, I feel like shows like that and things like that on TV all the time are contributing to making, making our country stupider, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, um, and that's sad, but it's true. Uh, there are so many shows where, like at first I thought like, okay, there's these really smart people. There's really, really smart people that know that a lot of people are stupid. So if they put out this show, that's kind of stupid. It will attract a lot of viewers, whether it's some kind of reality show or whatever, blah, 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 just trash TV, whatever. And they're right. But when I see stuff like that, I'm like, well, maybe the people that are actually making the shows are kind of stupid too. I don't, I don't know. But all I know is, uh, I mean, it's one thing to get like hooked on like a reality show. That's, that's dumb and corny and most likely staged, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like your guilty pleasure, blah, blah, blah. But let's make a deal. There are people in the audience that are just dressed at in i mean i mean it is it is like a whole nother level i i watch i i just looked at the tv for about 30 seconds and i'm like this is uh set in our country back 30 years like with it look at these idiots like like what what the f- like what is happening so luckily i changed it and blah blah, blah and got on the f- football where uh our country just tackles tackles each other as hard as they can and yeah but I don't know, man. I when I saw that, I was just like, "Good lord, what?" Like other countries got to be watched this, and just like, and I don't know if like I don't know. Maybe other countries have stupid shit too on TV, but my gosh, we have a lot of stupid shit. So, any hoosers? Uh, so there's a slight rant on television, um, but I will say this too. Uh, the quality of television on like streaming services basically now is the best it's ever been. So, and I guess that's why like, uh, 
CB like like these uh, national these uh, these like CBS blah blah blah. They got let's make a deal on there in prime time because they're they're trying to bring in all the. I don't know. I don't know. What, no, I'm not going to say anything bad. But like, there is a ton of of quality of quality shows on and quality movies and things like that on all the streaming services. Streaming's taking over. Uh, obviously, I mean it's been like that for several years, but um, so I don't want to make it seem like uh just the quality of shows and things like that is going down the drain because it that it's far from it. I guess it's just desperation from one of the major networks to put that shit out on a Monday night against football that they know they're going to get destroyed. So they have Wayne Brady out there with people in costumes. That's probably it actually. But, um, yes. So anyways, a lot of quality shows out there right now. Ton of quality shows. Watched a movie last night with my wife. Uh, Leo on Netflix, Adam Sandler, Bill Burr, and it is great. It's PG, but it's great. It is a great, great movie. Um, we let Stevie watch it because it's PG. It was pushing it a little bit on a few things, but he was fine. I mean, it was overall, it was, I mean, great movie, great movie. Sandler's had kind of a resurgence. He started off with a gr- bunch of great movies, obviously. Then he had a bunch of turds for about a decade or so. And now it's like he's getting older, so he's kind of like switching over some stuff. And Netflix has, well, he got, he damn near got nominated for an Oscar a couple years ago for that one Hidden Gems. Is that, I don't know if that's the title of it or not. That could be wrong, but I don't know. And then uh, on Netflix, he came out with a movie. Um, I can't think of the title right now. It's about a bar mitzvah with his, and his daughter is actually in it. And that was like 90 some on Rotten Tomatoes. And then this movie came out uh leo and uh he is uh a lizard and he's amazing and uh bill burr's a turtle but it's pg but it's great a lot lot of adult jokes too and um it's kind of like a musical and it's really really good i think you got 78 percent on rotten tomatoes which is very high but um anyway sandler's making a big resurgence he it's like it's like he had so much money i i i I'm not going to speak for him, but he had so much money, like in the middle of his career, he just got lazy and just made a bunch of horrible, like, and they still made money, but just off his name, but they were not funny. They were really, really shitty movies, but now he's back and he's made a bunch of really good ones in a row and I like him a lot. He's doing great. So watch Leo. If you have Netflix, you should watch Leo. It's a great movie. It's uh, sweet and it is touching i looked over my wife one time i I was like oh she's gotta be crying this part like like, you know and she kind of cried on one part which yeah so whatever great movie um now where was i heading with all that i don't know i'm just talking like i said random thoughts this episode's gonna be called random thoughts um so let's get back to i was well i was bitching about uh let's make a deal Streaming services are better with their quality of television, blah, blah, blah. Um, now, let's get to... I had thought... Dang, we was going to talk about tonight. John and I was getting ready to put it on the football game, okay? He turned on the TV. Now, it was not on the football game. John likes to get shit 
all taken care of inside the house before. Okay, so here's the bullshit that John likes to do, okay? He don't give a fuck about watching shit live, okay? So here's what he likes to do. He'll go inside and make sure his... Make sure how his chillings are in bed and everything. And then he'll come out here and he'll watch it. And he'll be behind, but he'll fast forward to the commercials. So, so that way he ain't got to fuck with no commercials, okay? So, here's what we did. We came out here. Turned on the TV. The game was already going on, but it was not on the right channel. And he turned it on. And he turned that motherfucker on to let's make a deal with Wayne Brady, okay, Bobo? Now, I have some thoughts on let's make a deal, okay? First of all, you got crazy-ass motherfuckers sitting up there wearing these stupid-ass outfits. It ain't Halloween every motherfucking day, okay? And you're wearing crazy-ass outfits, and you got Wayne motherfucking Brady standing there, okay? And he says somebody's name, and they come down, and they're out of their motherfucking mind, okay? And everybody's all happy, and it is just, it is... To say it as a shit show would be such an understatement, okay? So here's what I got to say about that. We only watched it for about 30 to 45 seconds, and I said, you got to change the channel, because this shit is sitting back our country about 30 years, okay? People from other motherfucking countries are going to be watching this shit saying, hey, we can do whatever we want with these dumbass motherfuckers, because look at this TV show. Look at the people on this TV show, and look how they represent that country, okay? We can do whatever the fuck we want to them. Yeah, I said it. John's not out here to stop me, okay? That TV show makes me wonder what if I'm if I turn on the motherfucking TV and I see that and I say, oh, oh, so that's America? Oh, so America's stupid, then? Okay, I get it. I get it. So America's stupid. Okay, I get it. And that now here's the problem, though, folks. Netflix. Hulu, all these places, the streaming television, they got some of the, some of the best motherfucking shows I've ever seen. So the, so the national broadcast, they gotta put on this stupid ass shit, like let's make a deal and Price is Right in primetime to try to keep up, to try to get all the dumbass people to watch it, cause they know, they know they'll bring in the ratings, cause there's a lot of dumbasses out there that don't. Don't can't understand all the good all the good shit on the streaming channels, okay? So they got to watch shit like let's make a deal, and the price is right, okay? And not now now, and I am not I am not saying anything bad about price is right. Bob Barker, he was a badass motherfucker, okay? He's a pimp ass bitch. I love Bob Barker, but I'm telling you right now, you stick your ass in daytime like where it's supposed to be. If you're going to prime time, you know that there's an issue there, and you know that you cannot keep up with all the streaming channels with all the good TV and all the good material and all the good content. So you got to try to try to get that stupid crowd. You got to get the dumb crowd. You got 18 to 49. You got 49 to 64. And then you just got stupid. You're going for stupid. I get it. I know what you're trying to do there, Bobo. And it does not work. It does not work with Cat, okay? I tell you right now. So what we did here, me and John, we said, oh my gosh, this is depressing to watch. So we switched it over to the football game. But now, John did write this down before he went. on the Cardinals. The Cardinals signed Lance Lynn. And then they signed Kyle Gibson. I believe Kyle's his first name. Uh, another older, older gent who, uh, throws a lot of innings, but air race kind of high, this and that, whatever. 
but he uh, went to Missouri and he's a hometown kid kind of. Um, and then today they signed Sonny Gray, who he's just turned 34, which is old ish, but he got second in the Cy Young voting in the American League this past year. So he had a very good year. They signed him for three years, $75 million. So um, they have Gibson, Lance Lynn, and Sonny Gray. Most said he was going to get three starters. And there you go. Um, I know there's a lot of people that wanted like a bigger splash. Um, I want to butcher this name, but Yamamoto, I think. Uh, it's probably going to ask for over $200 million, but... Um, there's been rumors that we're interested in them and stuff like that, but I don't see, you know, I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'd be pleasantly shocked if that happened, but, um, either way, it's not even December yet. And he signed three starting pitchers. So people there, the, oh God, I just like, I get aggravated at people that are like bitching. You get on Twitter X, whatever the hell you want to call it. And they bitch about, uh, not getting like an ace, ace, whatever. And, and this one, uh, personality radio or television, television, whatever in St. Louis was like, like, I find it strange how people are complaining about it. I'm like, they're complaining on Twitter. That's all people do on Twitter is they just, they find shit to bitch about and they bitch about it. Like what are you really surprised? Like night that that's what pisses me off too. 90% of Cardinal fans probably aren't even on social media. No, I don't know about 90, but I bet you 70% of them even are, aren't even on social media. So you're getting this, uh, you know, you're getting one small chunk of the fan base and all people want to do is bitch. And, and most of them are young, young people that don't know shit. So they go on there and they bitch about stuff and this and that, whatever. And, and it's like, well, I don't know why the reaction is so negative. Well, it's not. But you're, are, unless you go door to door and ask, you know, people what their thoughts are, you're not going to know what the fuck people are thinking. So just stop it. You get about seven or eight negative reactions on your Twitter feed. and You're like, oh, man, the reaction is so negative. No, it's not. Shut up. And don't put that shit on your TV show or your radio show. Just stop it. But the people, but one thing I'm noticing, the people on the radio shows and TV shows or they blend right in with those with that whole Twitter bunch because they because they get on there and bitch about stuff and you know uh, just to stir it up and get ready. It's, it's I you know if if I ever had a situation where I had my own show or something I'd just be honest I bet, because here's my thoughts on those three I think it's fine you got Sunny Gray you got Lance Lynn you got Gibson Kyle Gibson I think is the same I don't know why I'm, I can't think of his first name but. Uh, you got three guys that have all that all threw 180 innings last year, and you got—I mean—so it's fine, you know. It's a shitload better than it was last at the end of last year. So it's like just, just shut up and chill out and quit trying to find reason to bitch about stuff. You know, we—I—it uh, I, just aggravates me. And then these people like. These guys that, first of all, they have to have the radio voice, you know, I'm not going to name names, but they're on the, you know, whatever, St. Louis, like sports radio, like, well, you know, and, and they give their, they get, they, they uh, say, they talk like their opinion is the only opinion that matters, you know, like, 
it you know and it's just aggravating because any cardinal fan with a brain knows that uh our pitching staff our starting pitching our rotation is a hell of a lot better than it was uh when the season ended so just shut up and see what else they do you know I know that you're on the radio and you have to stir up controversy and you got to, ooh, oh, God, whatever. But it, it's okay to just go on there and and uh, and say, hey, you know, it's, it's good. You know, it's a good start. See what, Let's see where it goes from there. That's, you know, that's all you got to do. But I also saw a very funny video of Daniel Descalzo. He was on this, I don't know, some podcast that's on YouTube. And I, I, uh, he is the new Cardinals bench coach, which I think is just fine. I'm, I'm perf- perfectly fine with that as well. Um, he said he sent a text, text to Lance Lynn. And uh, I'm going to use language, but he, he he used it on the pod that he was on. So he was just like, I texted Lance Lynn. I was just like, hey, don't fuck with me or I'll put you out there on, you know, Diamond 19 and doing, you know, make you run, blah, 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 you know. And Lance Lynn texted Descalzo back. He said, "I the only reason I signed signed there was to fuck with you." So, you know. So I thought that was funny, very funny. Those guys both have a World Series ring, and they're both going to be in the dugout. So I think that's good. Anytime you can get people that have experience where they have been successful, bring them in. Let's you know because last year was a disaster. So they both have a World Series. Uh, Oh, he hasn't done shit, just so you know. Neither is Dusty Blake, but uh, apparently they're still in charge. But um, And Yachty, apparently they're still trying to figure out a role for him and blah, blah, blah. He probably doesn't want to be – I don't know. If I was Yachty, I wouldn't be surprised – well, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. If I was Yachty and I own – he has like a basketball team in Puerto Rico. He manages a baseball team in Puerto Rico. Uh if I was him coming off a 71 win season, I'd be like, Hey, make me manager and I'll, and I'll come back. And then if I was uh Mo, I'd be like, okay. And all I could do or figure out something for him, you know, but, uh, as far as I know, that's not what has transpired. So we shall see. But Ollie though, I mean, there's just, I don't know. I already feel like he's a lame duck. And he hasn't even, and they have given no reason to act like they're going to get rid of him. But I just feel like he's a lame duck. I feel like he's on the way out. Especially when you we start hearing names like Yachty and Albert says he wants to be a manager at some point. I mean, come on now, come on, Ollie. You managed us to our worst freaking record in how many years? Since the seventies, I believe. So you can't be surprised by any of this shit. If I was Yachty. Honestly, I'd be like, you want me to come back? Make me manager right now. Then I'll come back. And then I'd make him manager. And then we'd go from there. But that's not going to happen. Um, but I do think Descalzo being in the dugout's good. So all good. Now, let's get to. John did write this down before he went inside. And I'm supposed to comment on it, even though I'm not a big fan of it. And I don't give a shit about any of this stuff, okay? Apparently today, the St. Louis Cardinals... Signed Sonny Gray for three years and $75 million, okay? Now, John has some shit written down. I'm basically going to speak for him on this, okay? He says here, you got Lance Lynn, you got Gibson, and now you got Sonny Gray. They have signed three starting pitchers in the last 10 days. Now, 
One thing that I saw, he said, stupid ass people bitching about it on Twitter and on the sports talk radio because they ain't got shit to do except try to stir up controversy. All those dumbass motherfuckers need to just sit down and shut up because they signed three pitches and their pitching staffs are shit no better than it was two months ago. So everybody that wants to bitch about it needs to sit down and shut that fuck up because you're probably either... Gen Z, Millennials, or whatever the fuck who thinks you know everything. You don't know shit. And i tell you something else. These guys on the on the sports talk radio, even in St. Louis, don't want to go on there and say, well, why did you do this? Why did you do that? You're going for ratings, boo-boo. You need to sit down and shut the fuck up and just uh, worry about worry about your own shit. Take care of your family, things like that. You, all you got to do is go on there. You got a radio voice. That don't mean you got a radio brain. That don't mean you got a brain at all. All these motherfuckers on there talking shit about the Cardinals. They, Mo went out there. Look, there's nobody out there that John wanted to choke more in the last 12 months than John Mosellock. With all his dumbass shit and his condescending views and all that shit. But you know what though? He went out there and he signed three starting pitches in the last 10 days. And yes, they all over. They are all 35, 34 years older than up. But you know what? He's got three starting pitches, don't he? And you don't know what's going to happen. So sit the fuck down and shut up on your radio shows and all that bullshit. Try to stir up controversy. All right. Hey, I'm back. Oh, you're back there. I'm back. How'd you do? Well, I was just getting started. I haven't even, I haven't even got on the football game yet. All right. Well. Uh, so you talked about the Cardinals? I was just finishing up, but I can keep going on this shit. No, it's fine. Go, you go ahead. Actually, if you're good, I'm going to go back inside. I was just kind of checking on you. Oh, I'm doing great, Bobo. You just go on inside. I'll handle this pod. All right. I'm going to listen back to it, and if it's not good enough or whatever, I'll, I won't put it out. So. Hey, why you got to be? Hey. Why you gotta be so negative all the time? Get your ass inside, take care of your shit, and I'll talk about the Bears and the Vikings. I'll try to do it without throwing up in my mouth because it was such a motherfucking bullshit game. True. True, true. Hey, you know, one good thing about it, though. Yeah, what's that? I fast-forwarded through the commercials so you couldn't bitch about all that stuff. Oh, yeah, I couldn't bitch about that. I couldn't bitch about how Shaq, Kevin Hart, Charles Barkley, all these brothers got all these motherfucking commercials and I can't get shit. You're living cat out in the and, and living them out in the rain, living them. No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. You're gonna say leaving them out to dry or leaving them out in the rain, yeah, but that, that doesn't make any sense. Man, get your ass in the house. Yes, you did fast forward through the commercials, and I do appreciate that. But let me talk about that game for a while. Cause now let's get to the Vikings Bears game. Okay, it was it was garbage. It was absolute garbage, but. I have thoughts, though, okay? Uh, Justin Fields is a very athletic, very talented quarterback. Okay. Uh, now, they, tonight, I've never seen more freaking passes, uh, screen, screen passes, whatever, behind the line of scrimmage in my entire life. They did not let him throw the ball down the field. Uh, for you Bears fans, I'm curious to know. It, it would be I would love to hear and see what your opinions are on because you're going to have picks <clears throat> at the very beginning of the draft. So, are you, do, would you rather just like kick Fields to the curb and draft one of those quarterbacks coming out of college, or would you rather build around him 
and see what happens. After tonight, like watching tonight, I'd kick his ass to the curb. He's got a ton of talent, but it's like you don't let him do anything. Uh, there were so many times tonight where it's like, okay, like he could rush for 100 yards every game if he wanted to. So just run. Like there were so many games tonight. And, and no, this has nothing to do with me having him in fantasy and me losing tonight because of his ass. But it's like there's so many times tonight where it's like you're just back in the pocket and you know you could run for 20 yards, but you still make a shitty pass. Like run. Run and get your ass out of bounds or slide or whatever. Like run. Like if I was uh, the coach at halftime, I would have just told Fields, just go win the game. Like you're athletic enough, you're talented enough to do it. Just go. Like he he's garbage, and I don't know if it's because of the plays that they're calling or him, if, or if it's in his head or what. But like he has a shit ton of talent, so just just go do it. But instead, he uh, he had like ten point five fantasy points for him. Is this garbage? What a horrible game. Twelve to ten, the final. Josh Dobbs, I literally three weeks ago had a trade straight up Trevor Lawrence for Josh Dobbs, and my trade partner was ready to accept it, and I pulled it back because I I didn't I did, I just thought that Josh Dobbs would what I mean that for me to say that out loud is is a is, uh, is a lot because that's one of the dumbest effing things I've ever done in fantasy, and that's saying a lot because. I like making trades. I like doing lots of stuff. That one right there, holy ball sack. That was just the dumbest. Holy. Good God. Fantasy will just drive you nuts. Unless you're good and you're winning. But, um, but yeah, I started Fields over Dobbs. Tonight it was Fields. I was down by seven. I had Fields and Dobbs. I started Fields over Dobbs, which ended up being the right call. But my team, uh, the guy I was playing against had Hawkinson. So I lost, but. You know, case okay, sarah, sarah But Fields, though, like that game tonight, oh, he is. Uh... Oh, here's another thing, too. When a team is driving and they get like two first downs in a row, and the other, and the defense just like somebody pulls up lame, like, oh, God, and they got to stop the game, you know. And they go out there and they got like a cramp or some shit. And it's all fake, and but it's all just to slow down the offense. That shit needs to get uh, fixed. They need to fix the rule. And I know it's the whole like, well, what if he really is injured? Well, I don't, well, that's fine, but there's been too many people faking it to not make it a thing. So, you know, you get two or three first downs in a row, then all of a sudden somebody for the defense is on the, on the ground and everybody gets to regroup and all that kind of stuff. That's bullshit. You need to stop that NFL. That's stupid. Also something I was thinking about, um, Eberflus for the bears. He does control the defense for the Bears, and that's good. And the Bears' defense tonight was great. Um, but there are certain guys that just have that look where it's like you're, you're a coordinator. You're not a head coach. You just don't have the whatever. And uh, NFL is so different from other sports because the NFL, they don't do shit. Like, the head coaches don't do shit. I, like, the coordinators are the ones that call the plays – and they are in control of everything. The head coach makes like the final decision on things. Like if you're going to go for it on fourth down, I'm assuming anyway. But 
there are so many head coaches where if you just go to the side, if you pan to them on the sideline, they're just sitting there not saying shit. They just they got their headset on and stuff, but they're not talking because they're not the ones running anything. Football is so different because football, the coordinators are the ones actually calling the plays. They're the ones doing shit. The head coach is just like more like oversees everything. It's almost like a CEO sitch. And how can you now there are head coaches that say like, okay, you hire me. That's great. But I want to be in charge of the offense. Like Andy Reed, you know, Andy Reed, obviously he's got his hand in what the, what the hell's going on all the time. But there are other ones that are just like, they're just CEOs. And some people, uh, don't do that well. And I find the NFL very strange in that regard. It's like you got your offensive coordinator, they call the plays. You got your defensive coordinator, they call the plays. You're the head coach. You don't call shit. You just kind of stand and watch and you make the decisions overall, like decisions like, that's oh, fourth down, we're to go for it. Or See, not all teams do that, but a lot of them do, and I think it's odd. I think it's very strange. So uh, that's another thing about the NFL that I find a little bit odd. Um. Let's see. I wrote down about Justin Fields. I was talking about how much he needs to play and just let him play and blah, blah, blah. And the very next play, he fumbled. So I was like, well, I better cross that out. Cause, oh, okay. Another thing you can tell with good teams and shitty teams. Um, this was going to backfire, too, because the Bears won tonight. But, like, there was a guy for the Bears that made a really good play. Went back to the huddle. Just kind of nodded everybody, you know. Nobody's high-fiving. Nobody's doing everything. That's a 3-8 and eight team. You know, uh, you get, it's just little things like you can, you can tell who's won three games and who's three and eight and who's eight and three, you know, like, um, just high five and just, it's little things. It's nonverbal stuff. It's like, uh, things on the sidelines. You can, if you watch a whole game, you can pick up on all that shit. Like, uh, this guy, number 99 for the bears. He's a rookie. I think they said second rounder made a great play, tackled somebody, uh, Went back to the huddle, no high fives, just like, and he just kind of nodded at everybody, like, yeah, I made a good play. Nothing, you know. And you can pick up on that kind of stuff. Like, uh, like if a bad team, if your quarterback gets sacked and nobody goes to help him up, that's just horrible body language, and that kind of stuff happens too. So you can see it, you know. What what you know? A good team. What good teams do? And what bad teams do? And the Bears, again, they won tonight. Luckily, they won twelve to ten. They won because of their defense, but they dominated, and they won because Josh Dobbs was just complete trash. But um, they uh, did whatever they could to let the Vikings win. This is more on the Vikings than the Bears. The Bears' defense was great, but like. Uh, you can tell they're 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 not like rah 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 you know whatever they're just out there playing and if they happen to win hey great you know but uh anywho i noticed that as well um let's see what else i have here oh i was talking about robert sala Whenever I think about head coaches that just stand on the sideline and don't ever speak, I, I I don't ever see him doing shit like except standing there and occasionally speaking lightly into his headset. Uh, you know, 
Guys like that, it's kind of like, ooh. But and here's the thing, though. Like, if he got fired and next year went back to being a D coordinator for somebody, you'd see him so fired up every game. He'd be screaming into his headset. That's the, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you should be like that as a head coach. But I feel like coordinator gigs are better than head coaching gigs sometimes in uh, the NFL, I guess is what I'm driving at. Um, let's see. Teams faking injuries. Then he fumbled. <laughs> that's on me. Oh, there was one where I, I was laughing tonight. Fields uh, fumbled, and uh, the Vikings recovered. In slow motion, like going back to the sidelines, he's like patting the chest, like that's on me, that's on, like that's on me. And in my mind, I'm like, no, no shit, really, that's on you. Like you fumbled with nobody around you, and the other team recovered it. That's on you. Okay, thanks for letting me know. Because woo, I thought it was somebody else's fault. Like no shit, that's your fault. Okay. Just little stuff like that. Whatever I was picking up on. But uh, let's see. What else we got? Um, As far as my topics, I think I'm good. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention. No. Just get the fuck out of here and get your ass in the house. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So here's what happened in that game. So I, I sat here with John and watched this game for three motherfucking hours. And the final score is 12 to 10. 12 to 10. Justin Fields. All the talent in the world. And the motherfucker doesn't do shit. He never ran the goddamn ball. Never did nothing. 10.5 fantasy points to what John said. He got his ass kicked in his fantasy team. Because he had Justin Fields starting him. And Josh Dobbs. Oh, I guess the Cinderella story has come to an abrupt end. Because you had four picks tonight, boo-boo. And you got beat by a shitty ass team on Monday Night Football, okay? Now. John told me a secret that he, in his fantasy league, he, three weeks ago, he offered Josh Dobbs for Trevor Lawrence, and the guy he offered it to accepted, but John pulled it back to the last second because he just pussed out and thought Josh Dobbs was going to be better than Trevor Lawrence the rest of the year. That's why this motherfucker is only a bitch about fantasy football all the time, because he don't know shit. He don't even know. Oh, hey, let's take the number. I got a seventh round draft pick journeyman. And I'm offering him for the number one pick in the draft three years ago. And the guy that got and, and, and the guy I offer it to accepts, but I pull it back. Cause I'm that I am just that stupid. I did John did that shit. He don't, he don't belong in the fantasy football realm, okay? But here's here's what I thought about. Here's some of that shit I saw in that Bears Viking games, okay? First of all, Boo Boo, if a team is driving down the field and they get about three first downs in a row. How many motherfucking times do you see the defensive player pull up lame and they got a cramp or a hamstring or some shit? That is bullshit. You're faking, you faking ass motherfucker. Get your ass off the field. We all know you're faking. All you're trying to do is slow down the offense. That shit is as old as, as, old as time, motherfucker. You are faking it and you are fucking up the game. So everybody, whenever you see somebody all of a sudden get a cramp, whenever somebody's in a hurry-up offense and they get three first downs in a row, it's not a motherfucking cramp. It is premeditated, and it is bullshit, okay? Now, I also saw Justin Fields tonight. He got sacked, fumbled the ball, fumbled it. The other team recovered the fumble. It was an obvious fumble. It was an obvious fuck-up by Justin Fields, okay? And he goes back to the sideline, tapping his chest, saying, that's on me. That's on me. Well, no shit, motherfucker. Who the fuck else would it be on, okay? You're the one that dropped the ball and the other team picked it up. You ain't got to say that's on me. Everybody knows it's on you, motherfucker. 
Now, other things that are pissing me off about this game, okay? I don't like it when the head coaches just sit there and don't say shit into the headset. I like them coordinators, them offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, they're working their motherfucking ass off. And all of a sudden you got and then you got the head coaches standing there with his thumb up his ass, not saying shit, okay? The coordinators are the ones doing all the work. The head coaches, they're standing there not doing a damn thing. Iberflus, he does control the defense for the Bears, okay? But when every time you show him on the sideline, he got a look on his face that looks like, what in the fuck am I doing here? I do not belong here. I belong. As a coordinator, I belong possibly coaching a high school team. I do not belong here. But there he is. There he is right there with this confused, confused ass look on his face on the sideline. Robert Sala. Sailor. Sala. I never seen that motherfucker say a word into his headset all year. All he does is stand there stoically, I guess, and not doing a goddamn thing, and I, I don't understand it. If you fired his ass and next year he was your defensive coordinator, he'd be screaming at that headset every play. But now when you're the head coach, you don't do shit. It's like you're the CEO of a failing company. The company's about to tank and you're going down with it, motherfucker, because your team don't do shit. You'd hold on to Zach Wilson way too motherfucking long. There are times where you got to punt. You got to punt on somebody. You got to understand the number two pick in the draft. There have been some. Ryan Leaf was the number two pick in the draft too, motherfucker. And you see what he's doing now. So sometimes people just fuck up. You got to punt on Zach Wilson. But you held with him and y'all know what you're doing over there. You just stand on the sideline. Oh, stand on the sideline. Every time they're paying to you, you're not even talking. You're just watching. You're just staring in amazement at how shitty your motherfucking offense is. But if you were the defensive coordinator again, you'd be, you'd be chirping. You'd be all fired up. So that's what I'm saying. That these these motherfuckers that get these coordinator jobs, and they do them so they can get a head coaching job. But when they get a head coaching job, they're fucking miserable. They're making more money, but they don't do shit. And they get fired, and they go back to coordinator. Hey, I'm back. Good, because I was about to. Whew, I'm going to run there, my man. Yeah, I, I heard you talking. So you're talking about coordinators? Yeah, I just don't understand how some of these, like some of these head coaches, they just stand there, don't do shit. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. Some guys are just meant to be coordinators. Todd Bowles for the motherfucking Buccaneers. They show him on the sideline. I've never seen him speak out loud in my life. Never. He's a coordinator. He's not a head coach. Get his ass, get his ass back and be a coordinator so he can actually coach something. That motherfucker can't do shit. Buccaneers are terrible. They were terrible last year. Yeah, they were. They had Tom Brady last year, and they were still fucking terrible. That's true. Toad balls. Can't do shit. Yeah, you heard the Harry episode. He was calling them toad balls. I just, ooh. That game tonight set the NFL back about 10 years, and and, and all these motherfuckers, oh, just terrible, terrible football. Terrible. I will say this, though. Yeah, what's up? I'm happy for you and your St. Louis Cardinals because you got three starters. Johnny, Johnny Moselak, when I got you three starters, like he said he was going to do, and it's not even December yet. So there's plenty of time to go. He can do a lot more. And I will say something else. Let's make a deal. Send him back our country 30 years. He's sitting back. What we need to do is we need to get all these quiet-ass head coaches, put them in a motherfucking time machine with let's make a deal and all that shit and send their asses back to the 1970s and see if they can figure some shit out then because right now that shit ain't working boo boo okay 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 
Thank you for all that. Thank you for all of your insight. One thing I do want to say here before we're done, uh, looking forward to seeing go to episode 81. I had the band mullet over and, and they were amazing and looking forward to going and seeing them Saturday night at the adventure beer company, I believe is what it's called. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing them. They're a great band. Um, if you're in the area, you should go check them out. Get on their website. Mullet over. Great band. Great band. Um, so, yeah, but uh, this episode, I know, was kind of back and forth all over the place, but I warned you in the beginning. And, you know, if you were offended by any sort of language, it's not like this all the time. You know, I just, I started controlling Cat. He was fired up tonight. So was I. So, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? But thank you for listening very much. We appreciate it. All of us here that uh, contribute to this podcast. So uh, thank you for listening. And that's that.